0: What is going on, everybody? This is the New Beginnings Podcast. I am your host, Matt Clem. And with every end, there is always a new beginning. We are here to talk about your health, your fitness, your mindset, and really the journey in becoming your best self. Wherever you are, I hope you enjoy.
1: I was going to ask what kind of pancakes. (laughs) Oh,
0: dude, I've been going ham on the blueberry pancakes. Fire. Like, I just had some freaking blueberries and then for my pre-workout, so... That's like my pre-workout meal, and then for my pre-workout, I put in like glutamine and creatine, mix it up with a zero, like a zero-sugar Gatorade, and wash that all up. And then I have like a cup of raspberries to fuel to fuel the workout. So we're kind of in a in a good little routine um, with that. And I just douse that shit in fucking syrup. Like I just (laughs) put so much freaking sugar-free syrup on that, and it's Beautiful.
1: But, yeah. Mrs. Butterworth, that's the best sugar-free syrup. Okay. Speaking of, like, all this nutrition and stuff, dude, is that the topic you want to talk about for our live? Do you want to talk about nutrition, man?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about nutrition, but more so I think when it comes to nutrition, there's so many, like, avenues that we can take with it. So I think the biggest thing today is just, like, our perspective on food and like our journey throughout food I know I like went on here like pretty quick so I don't think I even like put like a tile or anything on it but um but yeah man so I guess like kind of diving in like how was your like viewpoints on food like when you're growing up like what did maybe your parents set upon you or were you like eating everything or were you um yeah like way too picky etc so like yeah what did it kind of look like with your relationship with food like growing up and
1: everything so yeah growing up i definitely i'm hispanic i know i don't look it a lot of people are surprised by that but we had this thing around the house where we cannot waste food we had to finish everything off of our plates right so growing up like it wasn't until i turned around like nine or ten where i started getting like little bit on the chubbier side and that lasted until middle school so my relationship with food was I always have to finish what's on my plate and going into high school I said I'm gonna do something about that like you know the weight that I gained so I did lose weight in ninth grade I ended up being really skinny then my relationship went from being I have to eat everything to I'm afraid of food because I don't want to get fat again right Mm -hmm. so that's kind like what happened like growing up um I've kind of seen both of those things resurface throughout the years when I started my fitness journey in my senior year of high school I would be afraid of getting fat especially with the what the fitness industry does where they portray these unrealistic expectations of like you know being stupid shredded all year round and having those kind of expectations really made me fear food as a guy who needs to eat a lot of food to build muscle you know i was afraid and i didn't have the knowledge i have now like back then in the start of my fitness journey um so about like a year or two into the journey the old habits of like you know when i was younger like 9 10 11 like around there when i was chubbier resurfaced again so it was like this constant battle of like and it would change because i would eat a lot and finish everything, no matter the case and tell myself, Oh, I'm I'm just dirty bulking. I'm just bulking. Right. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want to like, I'm stupid shredded, like, or get shredded for summer. And like, Oh, I can't have this. I can't enjoy that. Like I'd go out with friends sometimes and I wouldn't drink. I wouldn't like eat certain foods. I would bring like meal prep stuff. And it's like, I wasn't getting ready for a show. I literally just was so terrified of ruining my progress during those months that I would avoid food just out of fear. Holy
0: shit. I think you, I think you definitely dropped some like good freaking nuggets, but I just want to like tail off, um, on the end of what you just said, I was kind of the same. Like it was like the first time that I like ever like felt fit or comfortable in my own skin. And it was based off of like a fear operating off of a fear of like, holy shit, I don't want to be, fat and chubby, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just like going to the friend's house the once a week, every like or maybe not once a week, but like once every few weeks we'd all like get together and everything and people were drinking and partying, having pizza and having a good time. And then I'd be like, yeah, like I'm just in the corner, (laughs) like in the corner (laughs) eating (laughs) like chicken, rice and broccoli. And it's like looking back on it, it's just so like everything that we've had to learn we've had to go through that in order to be a coach right or to like help people that are going through maybe similar struggles right but um but yeah looking back it was like kind of embarrassing because and i just said this on my story it's like i went out for my um, uncle's 60th birthday like literally two days ago this weekend and i ate like i didn't Overindulge or anything, but like I ate what I wanted, yeah, right. And I think at this point in my fitness journey, and it's like, preface, I'm not doing a show yet, that'll be like my first show will be next year, so it's like, yes, I'm gonna cut, but everything there, there is no going off plan, everything's on plan. Yeah. Adding yeah. foods like, like your pizza, your ice cream, like foods that maybe are less nutritious, incorporating those flexibly within your protocol your regime or within your goals is a necessity maybe not for the physical benefit but for the the mental benefit of holy cow like i'm making progress and i'm once in a while right once in a while i'm still enjoying an ice cream or here and there you know or or a drink of alcohol right um but but yeah i would say very 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 similar paths I think with you um I always had to finish um the my plate but there was like a twist I was so fucking picky like I I remember when I was like a kid my dad literally offered me a hundred fucking dollars to like finish my green beans (laughs) and like I couldn't and like and I was just sitting at the table for, like, the next two hours while everyone else was, like, playing games, watching TV, yeah. and, like, over at my grandparents. And I was just, like, crying at the fucking table, like, trying my heart and soul to fucking eat, like, these four green beans left on my fucking plate. And, I like, I literally, like, was about to throw up. And I was, like, crying because I was, like, oh, my God, that's, that's a lot of, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or fucking Legos yeah. or whatever. So I'm, like, trying to fucking get it but like, like there was a motivating was,
1: factor to like yeah. eating the food
0: but but I, but i just couldn't because i was just such a fucking picky <laughs> um individual growing up um so when you were when you started it, within your like kind of evolution with your relationship with food like obviously the operating of fear and everything like let's kind of dive a little bit into that like what maybe less so like the dinner table with parents but like how did you how what were like other ways that you're like operating out of fear like on the day today? Um yeah. that like what 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 did that kind of what did that kind of look like? Um yeah, maybe at school or play dates or whatever growing up like yeah how how did that kind of
1: portray in other areas of your life? Are- are you talking about so you're talking about like back then like in school like when i was still when i was younger but like during school time or something like that
0: yeah like when you were still like you were still going through that phase of like you were like chubby or you're fat yeah. but then you finally became like a little bit more fit or like yeah. you finally the the grass was a little bit greener. like holy shit like i have I'm skinnier, or like, like, I have abs, et cetera. But, like, yeah. how did that, like, translate going from, like, physically, like, being chubby, right? And then, like, physically being fit uh, or less chubby, right? But maybe you still have this indication of, of like, this fear of, oh, my gosh, like, I have to avoid this, et cetera. What does yeah. that kind
1: of look like for you? So, when I was younger, I played it off. Like, if I was fatter, I would eat everything and make it like into a competition with the boys you know at the other kids at the lunch table Mm -hmm. I would like because there's this weird stigma and Chad was talking about this the other day like guys like just having to finish everything on your plate so like if we would go out to In-N-Out I would get like a four by four with animal fries and a milkshake just demolish all of that not leave anything. And I'd be like, Hey, let's go get some like frozen yogurt right after, like <laughs> after doing all that. And then everyone would be like, dude, you're crazy. But my, like what I'm playing off as, cause I don't want to accept that I'm like eating to cope, but I was playing it off by saying, no, I'm, I'm like doing more than these guys. So I would play it off like that. I would um, call myself fat, like as a joke. Um, that way other people wouldn't do it like kind of make a joke out of myself make a fool and when I was skinnier It was the complete opposite I'd be like I would also kind of judge people for eating more But really I was like internally feeling like like damn I wish I could eat that so I was attacking someone else like like for instance There was this encounter I had it was in high school and I saw someone get like cookies brownies from like the student store And I'd be like, dude, you're getting all of that in my mind. I'm like, I wish I could have that, but I can't. That's what I would tell myself. And the other guy would be like, hell yeah, I'm going to get all this. And he's in good shape. He was like one of the running backs in the football team, And he was like, and I'm still going to look good. I'm still going to like, you know, perform well and all that. Um, it's funny because we also have caught up this guy from that. I played high school football with. He was a, I think he was a senior when I was a sophomore. And he's had a good understanding of, like, nutrition and how your body needs carbs and your body needs fuel. So he knew, even back then, that he's going to turn that into fuel. I didn't, but I would judge him and try to make him look bad and villainize him because I wanted the same thing, right? So no matter what, I would always say, like, the opposite of what I really felt to make myself look, like, better than other people in a public setting, you know? Mm, 100%, dude, 100% versus like right now, I love the topic that you brought up on, which was like eating food that you still enjoy sparingly, like ice cream, pizza, cookies, like tomorrow I'm gonna barbecue with freaking Atlanta and we're gonna eat whatever we want because it's one day out of the week, it's not gonna do anything, right? Today, I literally posted a story like a few minutes ago, maybe an hour ago, I had two freaking cheeseburgers with pickles and mashed potatoes on the side and that's like within my macros. So like relationship right now versus back then, is so much home, mm. you know? Crazy, dude. Crazy. And mm.
0: uh, oh my, like when you were, I guess to piggyback off of even like you're talking about like, oh my gosh, like deep down, I wanted that, right? Yeah. But like, it, it's literally, I mean, as what Farshad always says, right? It's like, we're everything is a reflection, everything is a mirror, right? So it's like you literally saying that is literally just you putting up a past version of yourself like a fucking mirror of like almost talking to yourself damn like i wish i fucking had that so it isn't even the other guy it's literally just you talking to a past version of you that like and i think the, the the funny thing kind of about that is um or and continuing along this topic is like when did you start to, and this could be maybe the last couple of years, maybe joining Beyond Built, 2020, et cetera. But like, when did you start viewing food as fuel? Because I think a, I think a good perspective, right, that people don't really understand is like the food that you put into your body is literally fuel. Yeah. So if you're always just chronically, and I kind of went over this on a, on the last solo live, which is like, people are just trying to a chronic diet all the freaking time, just trying to be smaller, just trying to have more abs, etc. But in reality, you're not getting yourself enough food. Thus, you're not giving yourself enough input. And if there's less input, then there's less output, right? You're gonna yeah. be more tired, you're gonna be more sluggish, you're not going to have higher quality workouts, etc. So like, was it during this time in like high school like when you started to get lean that you started to like see food as fuel or was it like later down
1: your path um in your journey totally not during high school my relationship was shit in high school it was all or nothing it was eat everything in sight or starve myself to have abs and that was i'd say even my first two years into the journey two maybe three years into my journey so when I actually started to learn like YouTube university I learned so much macros and how you can make the foods that you enjoy fit into your macros was where the seed planted. Like I'd still struggle, you know, I had a binge eating disorder because if I went over my macros that became the new thing that I struggled with. I would like not track whatever I wanted and like, let's say my macros were perfect, but I wanted ice cream. That would put me over. I wouldn't track the ice cream, but I would have it. And to make myself think, like, like I reached them, but I still wanted this. But anyway, um, the, the most – the best way – I mean, the best that my relationship with food has been has been recently by actually hiring coaches who not only are they knowledgeable and going to teach me stuff, but they're also in my corner. Like, if I ever feel – any type of way, they not only reassure me, but guide me into the right direction to take action. So like with like here, with like with Beyond Built, the resources are all there. Everything's here. Like literally Chad and Fosha said, here you go. Now you have to do it. It's like guiding a horse to the water. Like you can take them there, but they don't have to drink from it, right? So when I actually started to implement everything that they have planned out for me, this right now is the most healthy relationship with food that I've ever had in my life huge dude huge um i would honestly
0: say like the same um in the fact that like fuck even like four months ago on like my check-ins with um chad and far like there was a course of like literally a couple months and this was like a few months ago so not even a long time ago and i would like be like half-assing my macros and stuff yeah. And then I blame, <laughs> oh, it's just the relationship of my food. Yeah. Like, I just, it almost saying, like, with a scale, right? Like, oh, it has power over me. I'm, and, and it was funny because they literally posted, like, Farshad and like Chad, they had their like podcast or whatever. And then the one where it really went over, you are literally creating a series of constraints on yourself that are not helping you. With the long term outcome of your goals, yeah, and then they're like literally talking like, probably a lot of people, but like it was almost like like into my head. I'm like, holy shit! Like, it isn't my relationship of food. It's more so I'm creating this false fucking narrative that it is my relationship with food, but my relationship with food is fucking fine. It's just I'm not taking responsibility yeah. for my fucking actions. To actually stay on top of my goals and what I truly want and desire, so yeah. it, it was kind of cool because I was literally just like a few months ago where I myself was creating my own fucking constraints on my own journey. So I think that every person is at their like own way with their nutrition and like they're just really just fueling themselves and getting in the right foods and stuff. So I think my question coming alongside alongside you is when it it comes to you mentioned, oh, I'm able to eat ice cream or I just had a fucking burger, right, and just had all these things, but I'm, I'm like, you're essentially like in the best shape of your fucking life, right? So how did, let's kind of go over like a couple of maybe defining moments of you getting to this position, right, how did you start to realize not only you have mentorship and you have people in your corner, but like actually doing the fucking work. Like is it because of you being really aligned with your goals and being like a visionary and manifesting it? Or is it like something else? So maybe like a couple defining moments when it comes to your relationship with food and like really fueling yourself for performance, um, regulating your hormones, sex drive, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like getting in all the nutrients.
1: Um, and, and yeah, how, maybe what are a couple of defining moments for you, my bro? I'd say a few defining moments is definitely one, realizing my goals and what I want long term, not just in a few months, not just like, let's be lean by summer, not just let's be 210. I'm like 203 ish right now, like bouncing around, we're going up, but like not be 210 in a few months, having actual long terms, long term goals right now. I'm gonna tell you right now, dude, I want to be a natural professional bodybuilder. I've been natural my whole life up until now. I'm still natural next year. I'm doing a natural show. I'm doing an NPC show and I'm doing some shredding. I want to be a fucking natural pro. I will be a natural pro. Number two, I'm going to be an IFBB pro. Obviously that's going to take enhancements, right? If I'm not doing the stuff that's required to become a natural professional bodybuilder, to become an IFBB professional bodybuilder right now, I am not going to be that ever. Like, Mm. I got tired of my own shit. that's the second thing getting tired of your own shit. literally had this conversation with Lana like about like just mindset stuff right more than just like the physical literally we're talking about where my mindset has been at because I had been like earlier this year like a vegetable like I would not want to get out of bed and I'd be like on a day off from work because work was the number one thing that was like getting me going now that I'm not in the military anymore um. So I'd wake up for work. If I didn't, I would, like, stay in bed all day. And that was for, like, almost a month earlier this year. And Lana, like, and I was having this conversation with Lana. And she said, you have to get tired of your own shit. That applied with, like, something as simple as waking up. It applied with training properly, with eating properly, with goals and alignment. If you're not tired of your own shit, you're not going to grow because you're too comfortable. If you're in your comfort zone, like, you're not going to reach anything. Huge. Huge. Yeah.
0: Everyone that is listening and will listen, take fucking notes. And because I think the biggest thing, right, is having long-term goals, right? Being a visionary of like, okay, whether it's my relationship with food and the nutrition that I'm putting in and like actually hitting my fucking goals, like, where am I 36 fucking months from now? Where am I five years from now? Like... What, how do I feel? What does life fucking look like when I'm literally not only hitting my macros and eating the foods that I want to eat, but like utilizing that as fucking fuel to get to the next level. And I think the biggest thing, right? um, Two years ago, I was literally depressed for four or five months. I couldn't leave my fucking room. I was playing video games 12 hours a day. I was eating Chick-fil-A, like literally binge binging Chick-fil-A and like fast food, like 4,000 calories of just one meal. But and yeah, like every I had one my my really good friend Brighton, I had one roommate. I would literally be so fucking depressed and anxious and didn't want anyone to see me that I would literally like make sure that like he wasn't around so I can like yeah. sneak out like And my business went fucking crumbling down and I didn't even fucking go to the gym. And that was basically around the time that I started Beyond Built. So I think uh, a very big defining moment for me when it comes to my relationship with food is kind of backpacking off when is um, when are you tired of your own shit? Like when is enough enough? Yeah. Like what what at what point do you need like is the pain of you being in your own shit are you gonna start hitting your fucking macros? Are you gonna start like eating healthy, very good nutritious food in line with all the foods that maybe in the past you had a bad relationship with or you're overindulging on Chick-fil-A, etc.? Like how can you incorporate those a little bit just, just to like live your fucking life to your fullest yeah. and not restrict yourself, right? Um, I think with me, I would be way too overly restrictive And thus, I was always craving shit in the middle of the fucking night. Yeah. And I think how my relationship with food has definitely fucking evolved, even up until this fucking year, is not being fucking perfect. I think so many people, let's say, with, like, tracking your macros or people that are on a fucking meal plan, et cetera, et cetera, it's like, hell yeah, like, if you're trying to be a fucking bodybuilder pro and all that kind of stuff then like then zero throw that shit out like get as perfect as fucking possible but also give yourself the people that might be listening they might not be what might not want to be a bodybuilder pro right people just want to be confident looking at the suns in the fucking mirror like they want to be fucking happy healthy with some sort of abs go to the beach and not feel guilt, shame, or any negative emotions. And they just want to be, like, they want to be looked at and looked at themselves in the mirror and be like, I did this shit, right? So I think what comes with that is, like, and I kind of specify this with a few clients as of late, five out of seven days, if you showed up, like, let's say with your food and your, your macros, if you showed up five out of seven days, that's 71%. So you have to... Uh, bring your own energy and mindset into the world, which is, okay, am I still going to make progress hitting my goals 71% of the time? And let's say we get to that point where it's like, okay, well, we're not getting the progress that we want, then we need to ramp that up to like six days, right? Or even seven days. And I think making it realistic for people is the biggest thing. So um, I I think those are my my two biggest points when it comes to relationship with food and how it evolves is make little fucking steps get more consistent because six out of seven days is 85%. Yeah, I think like, with the average gym goer, the people that actually want to make fucking change six out of seven days, right, you're still two drinks on the weekend, and you have a fucking burger and fries or whatever. And maybe you go out once or twice, right? But like everything else like lights out, like you're cooking at home, maybe you're meal prepping at home, or maybe you're just cooking every fucking night because you love cooking and you're incorporating all the different foods. But I think that's the biggest thing. When is enough enough? And can you actually start to make fucking progress little by little um, to actually achieve your goals? But... But Yeah, man, I think we we went over a a lot of good, a lot of good little nuggets for people. Um, But yeah, I guess my my question to end us off, which is um, for the person listening, right? I mean, you kind of already mentioned a couple of your defining moments. But what would you say to the individual that's listening that um, it feels a little bit uncomfortable in their own skin, right? They they're on the fence, they do want to change, they want to build more muscle. They want to be more fucking lean. They want to be able to eat more and fuel their body to perform better in every area of their life. Right. But they're having trouble like getting there. What would be like maybe one thing, um, out of all the things that we've talked about today in terms of, let's say like food and nutrition, um, that that you would say, um, to help someone out. So for the person watching this,
1: what is your, why, what is your purpose? What you have a goal right you want to build muscle you want to lose body fat whatever your goal is Why are you doing it? You need to add you need to figure out what that answer is and that why will serve you for your purpose And if your why is strong enough, you know, it's bigger than yourself then like <laughs> You're gonna get shit rolling boom boom